It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, welcome to Unpitchable, a podcast about three ordinary friends who come together to pitch three extraordinary movie plots to fake movie sequels. I'm Mick Kagan. I'm Tim Catania. And I'm David Johnson. What's going on, fellas? Um, so I spent last weekend um, crawling around under my dad's house to help him uh, with plumbing. Mm. Uh, and it was the worst. But, so, I was laying under there at one point, and he had, like, the whole jumpsuit and stuff. And I, I've i got, like, the jumpsuit on, and it's really clean under there. There's not, like, any terror. Like, I, I mean, I hate spiders. Hate them. Um, and I've been bit by a snake before, and I'd still prefer there to be snakes under there before spiders. Um, I hate so spiders so much. I was laying under there in the dirt, and um, I kind of came to the realization that now I know why my dog, Sport, likes to crawl under the... Um, the shed in our backyard because the dirt was so cold. Can I stop you right now? Nope. Did you stay underneath there for like seven hours? <laughs> you were just like you stayed under the house and went took a nap. I wanted to. Yeah, I was like, man, this is actually comfortable. Like your dad was like pinned between a pipe we, and some stone, and you're like, Dad, I'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> no, but I was crawling around and like because so he called me like a few weeks before, like, hey, I need your help um, with like replacing some of the jacks that are holding the house up, and I was like. That sounds dangerous. I don't. I think I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm like, doing, but I'll have something to do. Yeah, Trust me. I'm busy not dying because yeah. that sounds like the perfect way for me to die is this whole house to come crashing down on me. Um, so it was kind of weird, like crawling around under there, bumping uh-huh. in the jacks. So I was like, can I knock this out? Can this house follow me right now? Did you cozy up and you're like, this is what it feels like <laughs> to be a corpse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dad, bury me into the house. It's so comfortable. Just leave me. That sounds sounds absolutely terrible. I looked under my house once, and I said, no. I think Nick's actually been underneath the house. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. I ran wire underneath your house one day. Yeah. My house was before you lived there. I looked under the house, and I was like, I'm not going to fit. No, there's a way. I'll show you this. No, there is. got to, like, loop back, apparently. Okay, I was like, you got to loop around. And I said, no. I'll just drill a hole through the wall instead of running anything under the house. My parents' house, there's not a ton of room to crawl. Like, you basically got to stay on your stomach. Under my house, you can almost get on your hands and knees in some places. And it's like, this is the most room. You're like, like after I got out of my parents, I was like, man, your house house, like, sucks. Like, <laughs> Brandy, you tell Brandy, I found another room. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And she's like, what are you doing with that TV? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's right. like sitting there at an angle because you can't fit your 50-inch television underneath there <laughs> upright. It's the ball. It's just the, the ball. <laughs> what is this? What are you doing? Did you have to? Did you cut away the floor to um, fit your TV underneath? But all the time that I spent under there had a negative impact on the fact that in the middle of the night I rolled over like to just change sides of sleeping, and my abs hurt so bad that it like woke me up for a minute. See, like, I'd I be like, psyched ah! if I rolled over and my abs hurt. I'd be psyched because <laughs> like I have an ab. Sweet, <laughs> I did it. 
Well, to be fair, they're buried under fat, but they're there. Well, I know they're there. Protection. Why would you like not protect your most important <laughs> asset, your abs? Yeah, but that's that's what I had going on. If God forbid something happened to Brandy, you need to like unveil them. You got to protect them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't say okay. It's true. <laughs> so, what about you? What's been going on, Tim? I, I so I have nothing to talk about this week. I'm not a very, okay. So let me go ahead and say this. I've probably said this before. I'm not a very interesting person in general, <laughs> but I did watch a little bit of Fuller House, and I had a realization yes. that uh, uh, first off, I don't think it's for me, which is fine. A lot of people seem to like it. I'm not going to get down on it. It seems like Full House, so that's cool. But I realized that Bob Saget is a giant. He is a giant a human being. being. Yeah. He is he is like hunched over that whole show. And if he <laughs> stood to his full height, he'd be towering over the everybody and they wouldn't want to be on the show with him. I'm pretty sure that's why he does it. He's a giant terrifying human being. And I was going to make fun of his voice, but then I realized I have a terrible voice, so I can't say anything. <laughs> but no, I was like that house must be 15 stories tall cuz there's no way he could be even standing that much upright. Well, it's fuller cuz he Anyway, that's all I did was watch some of that. So and supernatural, I'm trying to catch up, and it's still good. Far behind on that. It's still good. Of course it is. Cool. Nick. Nine seasons in. So I'll just kind of tag on to Tim and finish a little bit of his thought, but we're really just going to go with TV shows for a second. So I finished Gilmore Girls this week. Um, oh, hey, how you doing, hey, man? You I'm pick me up. It's not your fault, Nick. <laughs> just remember, it's not your fault. It's not it's, your fault, Nick. It was rough. I was so disappointed when it ended, and. Well, That's my whole really thing was like, Rory gets hit by a car and they leave it at that cliffhanger. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I just I just didn't like... <laughs> I, didn't it's really hard because Gilmore Girls is a really hard show to yeah, get Yeah, I didn't into. like when Luke had to cut off his own arm because he was stuck in those rocks. <laughs> that was really like... And they didn't even show what happened. Does he live? I don't know. Uh, Continue. You done? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Gilmore Girls is already a hard show to get into if you're a guy, and, but my wife started watching it because David's wife somehow talked her into watching it. And so it took me a little while, and I finally got into it, and then at the end, at the end, it, it, it's a non-climactic, there's nothing that happens at the end, like nothing. And you so, can't even call it anticlimactic. That would that would assume that there was some sort of <laughs> building climax at the um, end of the movie. But that's all. That's all I got. But the other thing I really wanted to talk about, because we talked about Gilmore Girls a couple episodes ago, is Batman vs. Superman comes out soon, and I'm kind of pumped for it. Like two weeks. But you're more pumped for the Gilmore Girls return. But I'm more pumped yeah. for the Gilmore Girls return. I, I, I can be honest, that. I am. So, so, so Gilmore Girls Gilmore is Girls. one of those things where, like, I, I was kind of... My wife, we just had our baby when my wife started watching it. Wait, what? You guys had a baby? No. Uh, I was lying. Um, we had just had our son, and so we couldn't. We really couldn't do anything. We couldn't leave the house, and she's turned on the show. And I was like, "Well, I mean, if it's making her happy, we'll watch it." It's kind of funny, actually. It's, it's one of those shows that grows on you, and you're like, "Man, I I shouldn't like this." They should have named it something different so I could feel better about liking it. <laughs> that's 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 what kills me. Gotta wear it. But anyway, yeah, it's speaking of that, you guys know that there's there's a podcast out called Gilmore Guys, and it's just two guys who sit together and talk about Gilmore Girls. Mm. I'd be on. I bet it's they're having a heyday at the moment. Like, they're like, they probably have no bad. idea who we are, but they're very funny. I listen to them from time I'll to time. It's actually pretty funny. It's, is it one, was it one of those things like you finish the show and you're like, went to go Google it to see if the author said anything about yeah. what actually happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, that ending is not good. For anybody who it's hasn't not. seen the ending, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Oh, wait. Yeah, I'm going to spoil it for you. Nothing <laughs> happened. That's, a, <laughs> I, that's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair spoiler. 
Yeah, except for Lorelai's mom burst into flames just out of nowhere, <laughs> and they have to pat her out, and they don't ever explain it because that was going to happen on the next season. <laughs> well, I do know, like uh, the author said, or the creator of the show said that it was her hope that Grandma would get with Luke and that Lorelai would get with Dean, um, and then Rory would just end up as a paraplegic. Yeah, well, that actually happened, which is why it was such a frustrating ending. Dean, Dean. Dean comes back and he's like an alcoholic, and Lorelai's and like, I like making demons. Yeah, and Lorelai's yes. like, I make bad decisions. Dean, what's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened. I think that us talking about the ending of the show should just be our podcast from now on. Is <laughs> what, what actually should have happened. <laughs> oh. Other than that, yeah. So Batman versus Superman. I got nothing because Batman versus Superman is such a. I, I, for anybody who doesn't know me, which is probably everybody who listens to this podcast, I'm very much, I have a room in my house dedicated to Batman, um, and David and, and Ted. For whenever he comes over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is your guest room, Batman. You stay in this bed. <laughs> and Mindy's like, he's never coming. He doesn't exist. And you're like, he is! Uh, you I, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> the counseling really helps, but occasionally you'll have fits, you know, and I get it. It's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna add all of that out. <laughs> no, but I like your Batman room. It's got some cool Batman cool. in there. I like it. Yeah, I really love Batman Beals, but I Man of Steel is something that I didn't really like, even though David loved it. Um and as you guys know, David has poor t- poor taste. Well, I was so. gonna say that because that's a bad movie. <laughs> I love that movie. It's it's pretty Crazy. rough. And like it had the potential to be really good. And then you wouldn't watch it, and he punches the dude to death at the end. No, which is, no, he snaps his neck. Yeah, sure, whatever. It doesn't matter. The whole problem is he kills this guy, and he's not supposed to kill people. Well, in the comics, he does kill. Oh, no, I'm not getting into this. No. He does kill. He does he kill. Does. It doesn't matter. Comics. His whole running it, thing now. in the comics is... defines why he doesn't kill. Eh. So. Eh, but I didn't like to, it. Well, the you other know, thing that really upset me is when he let his dad just die. The other Tim, thing that bugged me with that movie is the transition from being Clark Kent to Superman when he discovers, like, the super suit or whatever, is, and I went back and counted, it's 38 seconds long. Mm. 38 seconds. I'm not lying. You can check. All right, I'm going to go check this right now. Go ahead and pause the podcast. All right, we're going to pause the podcast. (laughs) I'm back. Um, That didn't happen. That did, in fact, happen. (laughs) Um, No one, no one, there's no one, no one debating this. The audience isn't like, no, it didn't. Like, <laughs> you're assuming the audience is like yelling at you. No, no, you guys are just. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. Just kidding. So, uh, Superman, Batman versus Superman looks like it could be really good, but it also looks like it could be really it's, bad. It's got that like, it's got that really good production value, and then the sheen of just garbage on it with that filter that they use for that movie. <laughs> David knows. <laughs> Dude, not gonna say I can't even wait in. I can't. I can't have this conversation. Uh, so here's actually my my prediction for this movie. It's not gonna be bad, but it's not gonna be good. It's not gonna be. Their so it's Marvel gonna be movie. a DC movie. Yeah, it's yeah. not gonna be their Marvel movie. It's gonna be a movie. It's gonna be a movie that's acceptable as a film, and you're gonna enjoy it. But you're also gonna be like, man, I wish there was more like Marvel. And that's because fair. they're trying to go darker, still, I, I think like that's their problem. To go darker. The problem I is do. they're not. There's a certain joy when it comes to superhero and most superhero comics, I think. Even I, Superman. This and Batman, feels very dramatic instead of very. I think they're trying to go darker, but they're not. Like it's like they they want you to think they're going darker, 
Well, that's because they use that filter. That's why. They're like, we'll make it darker, like, literally. If we if took you the seen... filter off, they'd be hugging. <laughs> have you seen there's, like, a video circulating online where they take, like, whatever color filter off a of Man of Steel and yeah. it looks it so looks great really in color? Good. Yeah. Yeah, so... I don't have a problem with movies going darker, and my hope is that they set it darker and then it gets brighter, like... Not the color. The tone when, of the movie. When Batman punches Superman to death with his kryptonite ring. <laughs> Sparkles in it. And then there's, well, there's, there's, a, there's a little sparkle in his eye when he realizes. My hope this is, is what that I was meant make, for. My hope is, I'm going to be really serious because Tim's going to be okay. trying to be funny. Do no, it. No. Is that they make it, it, they start out the movie very dark and very like, almost like there's no hope. And then like the heroes come together and it's like, there is hope. Whereas Avengers, it's just, there's always hope. Yeah, I, I think that actually isn't a bad idea for the plot, and it's not a bad direction to go with the DC characters as they are, because to me, they've never felt like a superhero team. Nah. So giving the audience something for them to rally behind is really important to make them closer, Like because because the Avengers are the Avengers. Yes, they have their own comics, but they're still the Avengers. But Batman is Batman, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I feel like that is actually a really good way for them to hope that's what they do. I'm just worried, man. And the whole Lex Luthor thing. He's like, I made this social network and now I'm Lex Luthor. <laughs> like, it doesn't... What if they just wrote that in? What if they just wrote that in as it was I Mark killed, Zuckerberg? I killed this clown zombie. I think that was the same guy. It yeah, is, yeah. Michael Sarah look-alike. Oh. Number two. Generic. Generic. Generic, generic, generic skinny white guy. That's what, that was actually, like, written in the script for Lex Luthor. So he was a shoo-in. So I love Man of Steel. I think you guys are crazy. I don't. For not okay, it. I should restate that. I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't think it's. A I good don't think movie. it's a. I, well, I think it's have okay. this talk. I, I've I, had this conversation with Nick. The only thing I will say, I've got, I've got it. I didn't want to say it. I got it. You said that he becomes Superman in thirty seconds, but you've also conceded to the fact that the point the director tried to make is that whole movie is about him figuring out who Superman is. Yeah, who no, he's no, no, going no, no. To the be. tone. Oh, after watching the interview, I agree that the movie actually because I did not like the movie at all in fact my favorite part of the movie was like the last two minutes where he walks into the newsroom and you're like this feels like superman mm -hmm. and there's like an energy about it but the rest of the movie sucked because they didn't follow any principles my whole complaint was that they didn't follow any superman principles like you know superman doesn't kill people superman isn't gonna let his dad die like the whole point the reason superman becomes superman is because his dad dies and there's this legacy upon his life. Mm -hmm. But like they were like, he was already kind of Superman and he let his dad die. And that was just really weird. Yeah, that scene but that was a thing like that. So there are other options. And Clark Kent's not supposed to be unintelligent. Superman. Yeah. And that's where it was weird is because it was like his dad sacrificed himself and it was just like. He's like, he's like save, save the dog, but not your dad. Yeah, save the dog. That really bothered me the whole but time. But like looking back. Uh, the, uh, uh, like, because I'm a pretty hard fanboy. When the director, which I think was Zack Snyder, mm -hmm. yeah. Zack Snyder, right. he said that like everybody complained about all these things that happened in the movie, and like I also complained about all the destruction that Superman caused because Superman would never do that ever. Um, yeah, he destroys they, some stuff in the comics, I'm pretty but sure. it's yeah, like, like, but you there's also can't like control what other people destroy. Yeah, yeah. And so like my complaint was that that's not Superman, like that's not the principles of Superman. So Zack Snyder did this interview like a year ago because he just got sick of hearing people complain about it. What that, um, it's fine to complain because you're right, that's not Superman. But Superman, Clark Kent had just become Superman, so it's like that movie was about him becoming Superman. Yeah. So when we pick up in Batman versus Superman, He's it's actually Superman two years later, yeah. and like right. the whole repercussions are that. Like Bruce Wayne is getting really concerned because it's almost like a godlike fame. People are starting to yeah, really and the well, like, arc so, in the comics that they based it 
some of it off of. I mean, that's kind of the running theme. And mm-hmm. so I think there is hope because it's a great, it's a great story. But I just worry about DC in general. I feel like they should just let Marvel make their movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, that'd be great. You John, know, the, just hire Joss Whedon. I actually respect Zack Snyder for saying something though, because he didn't pull a Sam. I guess Sam Raimi probably said something during Spider-Man Three, but. That was a terrible movie. He's he said multiple times that he that's not anywhere where he wanted that movie to go. Yeah, it just it's one of those I don't know. He just kept getting like notes like you gotta do this. What's yeah. wrong with Spider Man Three? <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> if we get if we get on this rabbit trail, you'll have like six podcasts out of one podcast, yeah. and my wife I will be calling me. Oh, my, my favorite Superman, part was the so. dancing from Spider Man. Yeah, uh huh. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's fact. It's probably <laughs> on my top ten list. If we did our top ten list, it would be number one. Number one. <laughs> Best movie ever created. Um, no, so I, I, I get what you're saying. I have hope for that movie. I just don't think it's going to be good, if that makes sense. Like, I want it to be desperate. I really like Superman. I'm cautiously optimistic is maybe a better yeah. word. You remember how we went to Fantastic Four and we're like, oh, man, this all the reviews say it's going to suck, but I hope it's good. Well, that was your fault. <laughs> it sucked really bad, so, yeah. yeah. I also that was a Marvel movie Ghost for Ghost Fox. I, did, I remember you wanted to go see Ghost Rider, and I, I think to. I said, this is going to be a bad movie. Uh-huh. Don't go see it. Uh-huh. And you said, Nicolas Cage on a motorcycle, <laughs> and he's got a skull for a head that's on fire? How could this be bad? To be fair, that's a quote. I was right. How could it be bad? Take it, like, forget that he's Ghost Rider. Just, just what if there was a movie about Nicolas Cage just having a weird skull head and riding a motorcycle? That's, what if it's, that's a biography about Nicholas Cage. Cage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys want to get well? I guess not into the movies, but no, because it's different this time. Yeah. So this yeah. is episode ten. We made it. Fifty-five percent of podcasts don't make it to episode ten. I made that up. Yep. No, that's actually true. They say that something like over sixty percent of podcasts don't make it past episode five. It's probably because they kill each other. <laughs> that could be true. Fair enough. Um, so this is episode ten, guys. We did it. We made and, um, it. Podcast over. Finale podcast. <laughs> uh, it's a 10, season, uh, 10 episode arc. And, uh, yeah. So Dave, tell them kind of like what, what episode 10 is about for us. So this is our Origins episode. Um, we've kind of established ourselves as a, a, a podcast about fake movies, but now we need to get into um, why we started in the first place. So we kind of wanted to just take episode 10 to be a little more laid back, a little more conversational than normal. Um, and we're not going to pitch the movie so much as we're just going to talk about um, the movies that sort of started all. Uh, we've all been friends for a while and mm-hmm. kind of pitch movies back and forth um, just randomly through, throughout our friendship. And, and these are the movies that kind of sparked us to go, we should do a podcast. Yeah. we really Something we really enjoy. And it was kind of a yes. kickstart for this all as, as a whole. Um, so who wants to start off? You've got the list. Yeah, I'll, I mean, Let's I can start. Let's, talk. So, Let's start at the top. Okay, so we'll start at the top of the list. So the first movie that I ever talked about with Tim is we were actually on a bus on a way back from another city, and we were just talking about, like, kind of funny ideas for movies. And I had always had this idea that, like, a grown-up Kevin McAllister in Home Alone um, was just, you know, still setting traps. And my movie wasn't quite as refined, but Tim had a really good idea for it, and... We just kind of workshopped. Yeah, that. we kind of spitballed this movie. I think Nick called it Home Alone 3, 2, T O O. Like, and I, there's already a Home Alone 3 and I, out. I always, I always pitched it 
as a Home Alone 2 to the sequel to Home Alone 2 because Home Alone 3 has a different character. Fair Not enough. that the canon matters at all, but you know. But uh, you want to hit us with the premise, Nick, or what you thought? Yeah, about so my, like, the premise I think we all three have kind of spitballed around is the idea that Kevin McAllister grows up and he's horribly uh, diagnosed with PTSD from surviving attacks. Yeah, um, I mean, two grown men tried to kill him twice. 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 Um, yeah. And so the York. idea is that like he's living in a, an apartment and he's setting up, he keeps setting traps for like the mailman and like his cleaning lady and like <laughs> his parents are checking in on him, but he keeps setting traps for him. And it's just like every, every incident in the house has some sort of booby trap. See, and the thing I went with it was it's similar. So following Home Alone 2, um, you know, the authorities get wind that this kid's been left alone twice on Christmas and they're like, these people aren't fit to be parents. And so they take him into the foster program. And he grows up a foster kid. And he's not, you know, too bad off. But he's definitely got some issues. He's got some issues. And uh, he goes off to college. And uh, everyone else goes home for Christmas break because they have someone to go home to. He doesn't because he's kind of basically an orphan. You know, he doesn't see his family because he doesn't trust him. Right. And while, while he's, and he basically booby traps the whole dorm. Um, <laughs> I like to, this. Because he has, like, flashbacks. Or... Uh, the Libyans find out that there's radioactive material on campus, <laughs> and he doesn't know why, but there's people with guns, and he has to use his skills that he learned as a child to survive the winter, the okay. winter uh, break. Yeah. Okay, that was that was my whole idea for Home Alone, Home Alone Two, too. Uh, uh, we got any kind of traps that he, he said? Did you get into uh, trap I thought, design? Well, so I thought that you know he's a grown man now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, maybe he put some nails on the paint buckets, and when they hit you, you die immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and he has access to the lab, I figure, in the school. Uh-huh. And so he has some makeshift explosives. Sure. You know? And I actually, I wrote some of the script to this movie because I'm a weirdo. And uh, he basically has a, <laughs> I forget what he called him. It was like Charles something uh, Carver, and he called him Chuckles. It was his name. It was his roommate. <laughs> And uh, he doesn't understand why Kevin is... This is like foreshadowing, obviously. Kevin is always reading his chemistry book. He doesn't understand why he's so fascinated by it. But Kevin understands. Like, he gets that, you know, I can make these things. <laughs> and so the beginning of it is him getting, like, a head start on his, like, chemistry 2 or something for school. Okay. Um, which is probably a class. I don't know. I didn't graduate. Sure. Chemistry 2, that sounds right. Sounds right, doesn't it? Uh, 201. Um, yeah. Chemistry 201. That's it. But I just figured, yeah, he'd have to fight off either some attackers. Or he goes insane. And when they come back from Christmas break, he's booby-trapped the whole... Um, the whole dorm. I like this. Yeah, I like this. This is one of my favorites. Uh, just because I, 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 if you can't tell, I like when the movies like get go dark, dark, get a little dark. It cracks me who up. Who does that music video? Where they, about the one where he does come back? No, they no. do. No, they do a music video where they edit in, um, the band members' faces on some of the people from Home Alone. All, all. Oh, and he's actually man. like he, they add blood splatter and stuff, and I so know what you're talking it kind of makes I don't remember who it, it, it kind of makes Home Alone two. It's I think really it's Home Alone funny. one. It's real random. Yeah, like it's it, it's ra- that that is random in and of itself. But it's like it's not a huge band. No, but the guy edited so himself together. Kind of band but he adds blood splatter to all of it, and you realize like man, the stuff that Kevin was doing to these guys should have killed them. Yeah, I mean, at one point they grab uh, like electric. Um, electrified door handle. You see that guy's skeleton. (laughs) He uses a blowtorch, like a flamethrower blowtorch on his head. (laughs) He blows one of them up in a toilet at one point. I was thinking like 
in the alternate, so where it's not the Libyans attacking for the radioactive material they have on campus, it's uh, it's Kevin being crazy, and they get the sticky bandits who've been reformed in prison to come, like, say, hey, Kevin. Oh, uh, they're, like, doing their, like, yeah. like 12-step, kind of like, they're, they're, yeah, they're out. Like, well, they're, no, 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 they come out after Kevin's already set the dorm up, and they're, like, trying to negotiate with them, and they're like, hey, <laughs> Kevin, we have some people who want to apologize. And, like, his family comes, and whatever, and he's like, all right, I'll let you in. And they just get murdered. You gotta pet, survive the gauntlet. <laughs> you gotta survive the gauntlet. Welcome to my own little saw arena. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, uh, it's just like wipeout. People are like trying to dodge stuff to get back to their stuff. <laughs> the one kid's like, I gotta feed my hamster, and he's like trying to get through the door. And I think the only one who can talk him down is his roommate, of course. But chuckles, chuckles. Chuckles dies. Chuckles dies immediately. What are we talking about? His name's Chuckles. He was meant to die. That was uh, in the in the version I actually wrote some of. Chuckles gets taken hostage, uh, and he has he no no by the by the attackers on the school, and he has to uh, he has to he does has a heroic sacrifice for Kevin because Chuckles is a good dude. Chuckles is the only person who's ever really loved Kevin, and he can never fully express it. (laughs) Man, that's a dumb movie. I like it. Uh, All right, David. What do you got, David? So I've got. Um, I don't even remember how we came up with this one. I don't it know. We were just picture dream genius. Bad movies. Um, this is a uh, Elephant Two. Oh, we should say this is an original. Yeah, this is one hundred percent an original movie. Uh, and this is even like let's just go ahead and get this out. This is before Sharknado or anything like that happened. This is in high school for me. And Dave. Yeah, so this is like seeing Sharknado and things getting made is like oh man, we missed it. <laughs> yeah, we missed our uh, window. <laughs> we missed our window. This is a uh, Elephant Two colon a Elephant Never Forgets. Um, and there was no first movie. That was yeah, kind of the, the whole the pitch. The biggest part of the joke is there's no Elephant One. We just wanted the Elephant <laughs> Never Forgets to just be like the <laughs> it had main to make sense plot point. And I think the idea was, in fact, we we could totally pitch this movie because we never came up with anything but the tagline. Oh, well, I think that there's, there's some ivory poachers. Oh, oh yeah, we we I do mean, a lot a of. There's a reason that this elephant is mad. I think most of our movies are about animal cruelty. <laughs> it's really weird because <laughs> neither of us care. Like you and I both go to the store and we see the organic chicken and we're like, I want my chicken to die the worst way possible. <laughs> I want my chicken to have like. I want to taste the. Fear. I want my chicken to have been marinated. Its whole life in barbecue sauce, and it and it died because it drowned in barbecue sauce. Like that's how we feel about animals, yeah, unfortunately. That's <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, was nat- he died of natural causes. What he drowned on the barbecue sauce. <laughs> it was his, natural for his, him. His he snorkel, didn't know any his snorkel fell out and he drowned. <laughs> We're the worst. Oh chicken no, I, we talked about. I, I talked about that one time with somebody about how if you fed chickens chicken, eventually, what would it taste like? Oh my gosh, I remember this. Chicken fed chicken. Yeah, chicken fed it's chicken. It's our farm. Priority. We're starting it. Yep. It should be a thing. That's Don't terrible. Don't remember on the social network, that's like one of the issues they have with... Um, I have not seen the social network. Are you really serious? Yeah. I mean, this is a true story too. It didn't just happen in the social network movie. But there's an issue where Mark Zuckerberg accuses the other creator of cannibalism with chickens because they were feeding chicken strips to a chicken. Go I watch the movie. I I'm didn't dying. know that. I feel I'm like that's being did happen. That really, I believe it. I feel like, yes. But I, I just, that. That, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. back to Mountain Dew Beer. The elephant. The elephant. That's the next one, sorry. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, we didn't work out a whole ton of plot. It was mainly just we wanted to make we dumb just figured elephant that, jokes. Okay, so, like, how um, could you be scared? Okay, I can understand being scared of an elephant, 
but also like to disable them all you have to do is put a chain around their ankle for a little bit and then eventually <laughs> you can tie anything and they won't move yeah i was about they to say they just kind of think they kind of think they're tied thing. down yeah yeah um, but yeah so or uh, you know, know you're elephants... like walking down the hallway you're creeping down the hallway and then you hear this stomping coming from like two miles away because elephants are huge <laughs> like this is the worst movie villain possible uh, but yeah, that's it's a dumb idea. It was dumb. It's it just, was dumb. Uh, it could still be a thing. I feel like sci-fi. If you're listening, <laughs> it's gonna happen. If you're listening, we got you. We got you. We got you. We just that's need a it. cast of the most generic piece of people possible to kill, and we've got it. I feel like most of the hobbits aren't doing anything. Most of the, the people ranks. who play the other hobbits, Mary and Pippin, they're probably not busy. Probably not busy. <laughs> anyway, so that was mine. Uh, what's next on the list? Oh, I got, mounting I got fear. Yeah, mounting fear. Uh, this is one that. I came up with in a fever dream, and David came up with a title a long time ago. And Nick probably, I don't think you've heard about it. Have you heard about this one? No, I'm excited to hear about Mountain Fear. My whole thing was, I think, you know, this is like right around when zombie movies were pretty big. And uh, the whole whole premise is that, um, this this is really stupid. Someone is, you know, polluting an Indian burial ground or whatever. And uh, uh, the, I don't know if I want to say this or not on the podcast. Do it. God, just get it out. Say it. I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. Just say it. All right, so someone is like, it's, it's. I don't know. Should it be back in the West or should it be like, I don't remember what we said. Hey, Tim. All right, so uh, the movie basically re- revolves around uh, something happens where a Native American curse is uh, unfolded on a society where all taxidermied animals come back to life. Uh, and it the whole, the whole idea was... Uh, that uh, you'd have who do we cast? Jay Jay Baruchel, yeah, uh, and yeah. Uh, and Bruce uh, Campbell, Bruce Campbell <laughs> as his dad, and they run a taxidermy shop, and so they're like in the thick of it when it starts, right? And uh, he hates Jay Baruchel. His dad hates him, right? Like really, really hates him. The whole movie, he can't ever do anything right, right? And he can't taxidermy right, so he's built some pretty crazy animals. I think uh, one of our friends, I'll give a shout out to Shane Murphy, he, he came up with the idea that you'd uh, have an animal called the Octoleopard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like half octopus, half leopard, and it's got eyes all over his body. And that's why uh, Bruce Campbell is real mad at his son. It's like, you can't do anything right. You really can't. And you set it up like the whole film where he think, you think that they're going to have some sort of, their uh, relationship's going to be reconciled or whatever. But at the end, Bruce Campbell still hates Jay Bruchel, <laughs> whatever his name is. Yes. Um, yeah, but the whole whole premise is basically that these taxidermy animals come to life, and they have to think of unique solutions to kill them. And I'm pretty sure Bruce Campbell loses an arm at some point, and he goes to replace it, and you think like he's gonna attach a chainsaw, right? But then like he attaches knows. like a tiny uh, kitchen knife to it because <laughs> this is an army of darkness, and we can't do that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's just a, a stupid movie, movie of, uh, that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, but it basically is the zompocalypse with taxidermy animals. It sounds. Terrifying. Alabama would be overrun. It would be terrifying. There's so many deer heads just like uh, thrashing back and forth at people. (laughs) Man. Let's actually, let's go watch that movie. Is it a thing? Is it a thing? Uh, Next on the list that we wrote down was Deja Jew. So this this movie premise is real stupid. Um, Like all of them. Uh, and the whole idea was Groundhog Day, but it follows around a rabbi who's reliving the same day, but it's the Sabbath, so he can't do anything to solve the problems. <laughs> That's the whole movie. 
That's it. That's all we have. That's basically it. Yeah. That's it. Anything you pitch, he can't he do can't it. Solve it. So <laughs> that's not it. Any solution you pitch, nope. can't do it. He can't, can't, can't be done. Yep. Sorry, it's a Sabbath. He can't even shoot on that day. I think like maybe the uh, the the ending of that is he he just resigns himself to not fix anything because there's no hope, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> He's like he breaks the cycle because he realizes there's nothing worth living for. <laughs> So I had kind of pitched an idea a while back. I, I don't know if you guys remember the movie Shiloh How. It's like about a guy who gets hypnotized and he ends up dating Pepper Potts before she was Pepper Potts. Oh yeah, that's right. Pepper Potts. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so like he gets hypnotized to see people's inner beauty. Um, and so I had the idea instead of Shiloh How, it's Hallow Shall. Okay. Um, and Hallow like means holy or right. like uh, like or sacred. And shall is actually, um, and Urban Dictionary listed it, like, when you talk about shall, it means, like, the most perfect person. And so the idea I had was that, like, somebody, like, gets hypnotized to only see people as their spiritual beings, like, a, a, like their holy being, like, the holiest version of that person. Right. And so... I have a feeling that movie would be like, no, but nobody it's the makes Christian, it. No, nobody makes it. No, He's no, looking at the pastor no, like, no one makes no, it. It's like, you, know how, like, it. you know how like a lot of times at church you hear people say like, oh, you got to see someone as, as as you want them to be, not as they are. Or like how, they how get hypnotized. Yeah, as God sees them. <laughs> so it's the Christian version of you got to work how. on your spirit, man. Yeah, and your spirit man looks like Peter Dinklage. Yeah, he's like he's like you need to work on it. The idea is. It's like he's the Christian. He's a handsome man. <laughs> you know how there's like instead of Netflix, there's Pure Flix, and it's like all Christian movies. I don't know what you're talking. I about. didn't know that until now. Oh, uh, Google. <laughs> Can, Candace Cameron from Fuller House is like an um, investor. So is Kirk Cameron. Uh, but anyway, like wait, the idea is, I'm serious. I'm are not they, even kidding. Are they married? No, they're brother and sister. What? 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 You didn't know they were brother and sister? No. I swear I'm not. Stop kidding. the podcast. We Candace have to. Him and I believe you. Okay. I'm just like, yeah, my brother that. and sister, they know. both were on shows in the 80s. Huh. So that's crazy. He did Growing Pains and she did okay. Four House. Sorry. Four House. Wow. And so instead of uh, instead of Hello Shout, because that's like, oh, it's not really a risque movie, but it's like a secular movie. There's, there's, uh, instead of Shallow How, there's Hello Shout, where like, they get hypnotized to see people. Uh, and Kirk Cameron makes this movie. And it's <laughs> right? real bad. It's like, it gets negative on Rotten Tomatoes. And everyone's like, why? Why did it happen? <laughs> and I so I had, I had an idea for this movie because I, I, for anybody out there, I really have a big disdain for Christian movies because they're usually poorly produced. And it's not the message that gets me. It's the production value that kills me. Yeah. And so I'm, like. I'm all for a heartfelt film that's good. Right? Yeah. Like, Woodlawn is the first Christian movie I've seen in a long time that's really good. Woodlawn, please support us. Uh, <laughs> instead of us supporting you. Uh, but there's just not a lot of great Christian movies out there. And it's not that I have to watch a Christian movie. No, but, like, I get it. Christian movies, they made their own genre of Christian movies. So you would think, like, the one thing they would want to do is make sure the production value is really well, high on them. Instead, it's you like say? you could record it on an iPhone. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different conversation, definitely. <laughs> Uh, if there was a more, if this was a more serious podcast, I might actually have some stuff to say about Christian media in general. But being the least creative material <laughs> possible, um, I have a, I have another one. If you guys keep going, for it. yeah, let's uh, go. One that uh, I've been, this is like my mecca, like the the one I've been pitching for so long that I can't not think about it all the time. Uh, speed three, the speed of sound. <laughs> um, and, I remember this. Go on. So basically, the whole premise started out as a uh, Keanu Reeves. Uh, he reprises his role. Whoever replaced him in Speed 2 is out. That guy sucks. 
they we actually uh, they actually put him in prison so he can't even try for the role. We Are you really serious? Sure. No, I just made that up, oh. but I really hope it happens. I thought you might be um, serious. So the speed of sound is basically uh, Keanu Reeves is going to gonna go to his daughter's sixteenth. Uh, well, let's go ahead and say eighteenth birthday party at a karaoke bar, and uh, they rent it out. And he gets on stage to sing some depressing song because he's super depressed in this movie. And he gets a text message on his phone that says, if you don't stay above a certain amount of decibels, I'll blow up the building. And so basically, <laughs> Speed Through the Speed of Sound is Keanu Reeves uh, singing the greatest hits for two hours. Um, I, I, had, I, had, I had So a long time ago, we've already done this joke, but I, I thought of this. Pauly Shore is definitely the villain because... Um, the guy who played in Mission Impossible 3 as the villain. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman died. So Paulie Shore replaced him in my head. Because <laughs> I was like, well, if I can't have the best, I'm going to have the worst. <laughs> and uh, he plays the villain uh, in, in the film. And uh, the whole time he's like, in the, he's, in the, he's in the karaoke bar texting and taunting Keanu Reeves. Uh, and the the guys who run the karaoke bar keep trying to stop Keanu Reeves from singing, and so he's like breaking people's faces while he's singing because he can't stop. Because if he does, <laughs> but he's also trying to signal to people uh, that the building's gonna explode. He's like singing like Disco Inferno and burning down the house and like uh, uh, Urgent Emergency, whatever that song's actually called. But the, what they say in the song, he's trying to get uh, these people to leave. He's trying to communicate through right. song, but yeah. no one gets it. They're just really confused why he's like hijacking his daughter's birthday party. Uh, and at some point near the end, Keanu Reeves would like, you find out he's been stalling all along to find out who it is in the crowd. And when he finds out, he yanks his cell phone out of his pocket, jams it on top of the karaoke machine, reaches in and pulls out wires and connects them to his cell phone. Like he's going to boost the signal some way. He even says, I'm going to boost the signal some way. <laughs> and then uh, and then he has the wireless microphone and he's running, chasing down uh, Pauly Shore while singing the greatest hits. <laughs> and it's him like doing a whole fight scene while, while singing the whole time. And he's really out of breath. It's great. That's that was the whole movie for me. I've, I've spent so much time thinking about this movie. This is seriously taken up more time than I really want to admit. Man, this time they could have been spent on Dassey Bot. Dassey Bot, <laughs> my <laughs> son, my son, my true son. You got anything left? I don't. Uh, I was trying I, to remember I what have, dual. I have one was, more so too. Actually, right, go ahead and do one more. I have a uh, Dunstan checks out. Oh my gosh! I forgot so about this was this know. was actually one that I thought of a while ago, and we when we decided we were going to do a podcast, uh, we came together to pitch this one, and for some reason I pitched Batman Two Two instead, in spite of the fact that we came together to pitch Dunstan checks out. Uh, when I we did our test run, and the whole oh, yeah. the whole premise the I thought episode. you guys actually have premises for this movie. I believe. Yeah. My whole thing was that uh, it's a documentary about Dunstan checks in. Uh, it's about when they tried to shoot a sequel, and he it's, it's about Dunstan getting put down for tearing an actress's arm off. Because uh, you know monkeys are super strong, and so the whole the whole premise was going to be deceptively so. deceptively strong, and the whole premise was going to be it's all about like what led up to him getting put down. And now, in a post making a murderer uh, world, I think this documentary could be great. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to put a monkey down, guys, for the sake of entertainment. We should we should come back and do a second episode. Oh, no, we should. Well, this would have been on there if we yeah. hadn't already pitched it. Because you know yeah. we try. I don't know if you've caught on, but we try not to know the titles before we get in here. We may know that the movie exists. Like I might shoot Nick of Texas. Hey, have you seen Paranormal Activity? Just so that we have, you can either go watch it or do some studying. But uh, we don't reveal the title. Like, what's our twist on it? But since we all knew this one, this one kind of got to put on the back burner. But anyway, I just wanted to bring it up because I thought it was a stupid idea. 
Did you have a different plot for it? Was that pretty much the same? My plot was that uh, the uh, the monkey that plays Dunstan, uh, that plays Dunstan, right, mm-hmm. uh, gets caught up in Hollywood and instead of like you know he has a family and like instead of checking instead of checking in, it's Dunstan checks out and so every time like the world gets rough, he just like gets really high on catnip or something. <laughs> So what do monkeys get tri- high on? Like, oh, I don't know. Real, real human drugs, real hardcore human drugs. Just something like, just something he gets high on. Just and that's how he I just deals with jo- life. My it's brother, just a documentary of him getting high on drugs. My brother Josh has been kind of the auxiliary member to this podcast because he always ends up hearing this stuff before we come on the air. And uh, he thought Dunstan checks out should be like Dunstan goes home from a hard day of work and he like loosens his tie and his wife's like, "Hey, dinner's on the table," and he just goes to his room and he sits on the bed and he just stares at a picture of his family depressed. And it's just like, he's like totally checked out of life. Uh, See, I, I wanted to kill Dunstan, and you guys wanted him to live. I, I just wanted him to be a drug addict. I wanted him to commit suicide. So. <laughs> oh, no. When you say checks out, that's what I thought you meant. It's, oh, like, no. it's the whole movie is like him oh. just finally leading up to him. Just I, I think it like what happens is he goes to prison, it. and he meets like the Beethoven dog there. And the Beethoven dog's like, what you in for? <laughs> he's like, torn off. He's I tore the lady's no. arm off, and then that's when he kills himself with a belt. He hangs himself with a belt. That's oh. that's what happens, right? Oh. Poor Dunstan. I'm so sad. You know the the actor slash monkey that played Dunstan also was the actor slash monkey that in uh, the movie Ed. With Ed. Ed. You know what Ed is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, with the Got monkey it. on the. It's got Facebook. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to think. <laughs> I can't remember. I've never seen Ed. I just I haven't either because it's got the guy from Friends that I don't I just, like. I imagine a scene in this Joey film LeBlanc. where Dunstan and Airbud and Beethoven and all the other animals from the movie from movies get together. What was that movie? Polly? Wasn't that a movie? Yeah, about yeah. a parrot. About a yeah, parrot. They all get in the same room and it's they have a like group. a support group. And it's it's real weird because they don't speak the same language because they're animals. Do you remember the movie Dickie it's, Roberts where there's the child star yes. support group? Yeah. They, they just, the Dunstan just kills all of them. <laughs> oh. Poor Dickie Roberts too. Never got to get made. Thank goodness. Well, I, I think we're yeah, good. That's it. Yeah. Cool. So I just want to go ahead um, and lead the apology session yeah. today with, uh, first, I'm really sorry to the actress who plays Rory on Gilmore Girls when I suggested that you should be a paraplegic. Um, it's not funny because she really is. People are gonna go Google that, like, because they think it's true. And that's what makes you happy. Um, and then also, I uh, yeah, so, that's all I'm. Sorry I'm sorry for. for the end of that series as a whole at the moment. Now it's not over though, I guess. So that's right. Retcon. You have a chance. There's a chance. What if it ends the same way? The second season, it just ends the exact same. The the season of uh Netflix. I don't know how many seasons it's going. That'd be great though. No, uh, so as for an, you know, we don't really do an apology section. And sometimes we have stuff, sometimes we don't. Uh, some of these movies were probably mildly offensive, so I apologize. We were mostly in high school when we came up with them. Mostly. And we're hopefully better people now. No. David's not. <laughs> He's David's pure heart somehow still, but he's still a terrible person. Um, I'm sorry I said that about David. I'm sorry I didn't mention <laughs> Kevin James until just now. Yeah. We didn't mention any Kevin James at all. That's right. <laughs> Who? <laughs> it's a clean Ooh. slate. Episode ten, the reboot. Like, so not gonna a, mention Kevin yeah, James at the, all from here on so out. So there's a kind of like a running joke that, and it's not really a joke. It's just something I do to annoy the guys. Uh, when they mention somebody who's even mildly famous, I just say, 
who and in the beginning they used to try and explain who they were and so they figured out that I just sit there oh, and no, screw so, with them. so Nick did that enough that now we just don't listen to Nick at all <laughs> and so it's been it's been hard on Nick because he's like hey are you guys listening like what uh, wait, 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 sorry we didn't hear you um, oh I'm just that's kidding. all that's all I got so hey I just want to take a second and thank our listeners this is our 10th episode and we're really jazzed about it um, we really hope that you guys would go rate us on iTunes those ratings really do matter yeah um, and sure. you can read us on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on TuneIn. We're on Stitcher. Stitcher. We're on. Um, if you want us to come live, you can just call us and we'll come sit yeah, in your living room and pitch stuff that. to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, something I would like to, since this has been a different episode, if this is your first episode, why not go back and give some of the other episodes a listen? Because it's a totally different format. Um, we think you'll really like it. Yep. And a suggestion for. Um, for you, if you're like looking forward, just jumping in at when we finally like kind of really hit our flow with seven, seven, and, seven or eight, seven and eight are the best. Just give give that a shot, and uh, mine's fine, but uh, give it a shot. That's <laughs> <laughs> ten's okay too. Yeah, ten's great. Eleven's probably really good, but uh, fifteen. But no, really I, want, I just want to put that out there. This is for first podcast. This is not necessarily the norm, so I would I would give those a shot if you haven't. And we really appreciate all the support um, and dealing with us for. 10 weeks now of us releasing podcasts on and, and talking about them on Facebook and harassing all of you. and We really do appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Also, I know sure. that between the three of us, we know more collectively than 30 people, but we only have 30 <laughs> reviews. So if you're listening to this and you haven't reviewed us, shame on you. Well, 15 of our people overlap, so it makes sense. <laughs> no, so... That's uh, my checkout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you so much. Uh, also, hey, if you've got a movie that you want us to talk about on the air... We're definitely going to do that here soon, and the format hasn't necessarily been decided yet. We did that once already, yeah. Um, and we might bring it in on days that we're feeling we're running short, or we just you know might do a whole episode where we just take listener suggestions. Um, so just email us at movies at unpitchablepodcast.com. Uh, we read all of your emails. It goes to each one of our mailboxes, and we really do appreciate it. every time you write in. It's 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 a pleasure. It's really awesome to see that people are actually enjoying the show. So feel free. Anyway, so I just like to talk about MeUndies. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, we gotta thank the listener. I thought we did. Did we? We have one. We have a listener. What, wait. Thank what you, listener. Thank you, single listener, <laughs> for listening to our podcast. Pick a number between one and two. Six. Yours is gonna be something real stupid. Cause three. Every time I'm gonna Mater's adventure, stupid. and I'm like, what? That's like a real movie. Come on. <laughs> Idiot. Hi, I'm Nick Kagey, and this is a podcast about the Holocaust. <laughs> that was just a dry run. Do you guys like that? Don't put that in the podcast, please. I'm laying under there. Mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was so comical. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yes, go. Tell me more. So, I'm laying under there. Oh, are we not just clapping? I'm oh, sorry, go on. Okay. So, I'm laying under there. My baby's awake. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.